Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. And join us as we talk about The Witcher 3, the game where the character's drunk, the horse's drunk, the inventory is terrible, <laughs> there's too much loot, there's just too much to do in this game, but goddamn, did I enjoy myself it's this one. It's very good. Yeah. Even with all its problems, it's all still its problems. very good. And that shows that they've got whatever core magic they had for this game, it, they brought it out in spades. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, I think um, if you look at like Andromeda, it had problems. But yeah. the, didn't have as much magic no. in its core no, to really pull it, it through all the things that were were wrong about it. No. So we both finished the game. Yep. Uh, I finished it twice. Define finishing it twice. Uh, so played I, the end sequence through. Twice. Yeah, twice effectively. Okay. Yeah, I didn't play the whole thing again twice or anything like that. No, I got to. I played the game up until um, you speak to Avalark on the yeah, docks. Yeah, yep. And then uh, my friend was like. Uh, Rainbow Siege Six is free play this weekend. Come play that. And I'm like, okay, I'll save it here, and then I'll. I'll I knew that was kind of going to be like the end yeah. sequence. I'll like, I'll save it here, and I'll come back when I can really focus on it uh, and do it. So, <laughs> talk about things that are wrong with the game. Like, uh, so I knew this was the end sequence, so I saved my game manually, yep. and then I'm waiting for the warning. Progressing past this point yeah. will irreparably change the game world. Didn't come. I talked to Avalok. Boom, failed quest. No, it does. It said it for me. Didn't say it for me. Maybe there's a bug. You must have missed it just as you saved the game. Maybe. Because it does say it. Maybe Maybe it's, didn't say it because I'd already Avalak, saved it. Uh, no, Avalak says it. He, he does. He says, yes. are you sure you're ready because there's no turning back? He says something like that, but I was expecting like that full a game message. Well, like, well it yeah. just taught me. I think they would. I know they, they were. Trying were. to hide it in the game. Yeah, but then hide it in the game the previous time. Yeah. Don't train me that there's going to be you're a in big a ship warning. By yourself. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see where I you're know. coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair cop, fair cop, though. Yeah, he did say it, and I did go, oh, okay, this is going to be yeah. serious business yeah. kind of thing. Anyway, so, yeah, I failed. Um, I failed. The I wonder the quest is called, but it's the one where you go and kill Radovic. Yeah. Which is Redania's the one. Yes, most wanted. No, that's not uh, it. Something, that's not some it. Regal yeah, State yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But it was that one. And so when I saw the name of it, I'm like, I bet I know what that quest is. Yeah. That's fine, because I'm really curious to see what's going to happen if. Um, I don't complete that quest. I want to see how the game yep. ending changes. So, yeah. So, I played through it and... Okay. So, you got a couple of different comic book sequences then. Yes. Uh, yeah. And a few subtle differences, even in the end sequences themselves, okay. I noticed. Because um, I played through them um, too... Quite short. Yeah. I noticed... Um, yeah. So, I got the bad ending. Uh the bad ending. I got the depressed Geralt getting eaten by ghouls ending. I didn't... What? You didn't get that ending. No. You got the happy, happy ending, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say probably happy-ish. Happy-ish. Well, there's a few negative things. Let's talk about the ending of the game then. So what, tell me about this eating by ghouls. What the so, hell? So Siri goes into the yeah. portal mm -hmm. and she has all these black and white flashbacks of Geralt doing stuff with her. Yep, I got two flashbacks. One where they trash uh, Avalok's mansion, or a base. Um, and the other one was when they go to the grave of the of the man who helps her on Skellig to escape and yeah. the villagers are all say he's a traitor and but he's not and she punches out the guy. That were the two sequences that I got played both times I played through it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got like six or seven really? sequences and they were all quite bland and Oh. That's yeah. Only uh, definitely there was only no, there was definitely only two, and it was definitely the same two both times. Yeah. So I got 
So he, I got the impression that he thought Geralt was too overprotective. That's the impression that the sequences gave me. And so then she goes back into colour and then it goes one year later and Geralt's back in the swamp. Oh, okay. Did you get that? Did you go back into the swamp? No. Okay, so the ending's quite different whether you get the good or bad endings then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he so. comes, I'm trying to remember, he comes back and he's on the road at the time, uh, sort of in, in White Orchid. No, mine was one year later. And no, mine was only a couple of weeks later. Yeah, so okay, yeah. so the bad ending is one year later and he's talking to a werewolf in the swamp mm. and the werewolf says, oh, I'm going to starve to death anyway because there's nothing to eat and everything's broken here and I can't fight you. And Geralt says, okay, well, then take me to the crone, to the oh, Wispess, one- or whichever one's left alive, Weebess yeah. or Wispess. I can't remember which one it is. And then there's some moral choices again as you go through the swamp. I ended up making friends with the werewolf and told him to run off and make little werewolf babies and be a good werewolf. <laughs> yep. And then you fight. Uh, then the crone says they're all very angry with you. You kill all of their kind and you don't protect anything. And all these drowners and mm-hmm. uh, all these ghouls and all these different things start coming out of the background. Wow. And you kill her and then uh, take the wolf medallion off her. So oh, she seems to have got Vesemir's wolf. I don't know. When he takes something off her. But yeah, Vesemir's wolf work. medallion that's Siri Then he had. goes into her heart and starts searching through everything. And he actually finds, and they do a close-up of the wolf medallion. Yeah. And he's just sitting there on the bed looking super, super depressed, looking at the wolf medallion, and then all these ghouls climbing mm. over the ceiling and climbing inside the building, and it goes to the end, Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. Mm. So it implies Jeez. that he just lets himself get killed by the ghouls. Yeah, wow. That's Siri sad. Because didn't come back and he's super depressed. So, as far as I can tell, that's the bad ending. That is def- my. That is most definitely the bad ending. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so my ending, both times, um, the differences are more about what happens in the north, whether Radovit survives or not. Oh, I got all of that as well. Yes, yeah. I did get all the cut. That was after the credit, after the the game games ended and then you got the credits yep. and they did like summary sequences of Radovid yep. not being killed, so he kills all the demi-humans and, yeah, he's and all the pillars and, and all yep. the... And kills Irene because he, cause he's a madman. Madman. And then the um, series father gets assassinated by his own people because yes. he starts losing a few fights. Yep. I, yep. Yeah, I got a few of those sequences. There's also like, like differences like on the road to Emmy when you Emir. go to go That's it, Emir, see yeah. him. I think you go – do you go see him first? I, can't, I only played it like a few hours ago and I've already forgotten the sequence of how it all goes together. But anyway, you're on the road and you see some villagers with a broken cart. Oh, okay. And so you ask them, like, do you need any help? And in the ba- in the Radovitz Alive one, they're like, yeah, some villagers left this cart behind and we're just going to fix it up and take off with it kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but in the, when he's dead, they're like, oh, yeah, the black ones are, are making uh, sort of just going back home again now because there's a truce. Yeah. Um, and so we're just going to take this cart. And they're all very kind of upbeat. In the Radovitz one, they're all like, oh, you know, from one bad to another, but you know, yeah. life goes on anyway, kind of yeah. thing. And you you go down the road and and where the black ones are, are just making the peaceful retreat. There's a bunch of them on the road still yeah. with a couple of carts there. Obviously, the broken one was back up the road. They just went, oh, I can't be bothered yeah. anymore, and they left it behind, kind of thing. Um, and then when you get to the throne room or into the 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 royal palace or whatever, yeah. they're all packing up in both of them. But in the one where Radovid's still alive, they're like, quickly, got to pack quickly. And there's real like urgency around it, yeah. where where they're just 
retreat going back home again, it's all very kind of calm. It definitely had a different feel to it on yeah. both of them. So, and then when you arrive in the village, the eternal fires got up on the pillars and they're like, and all the witches will die and all the non-humans will die. And then like one of the villagers makes a comment, you know, like they won't find any witches here. And he goes, you watch it. They'll find witches in here, you know? um, And so like, you can see they're not going to have a good time about it. But on the reverse, it's like um, when the black ones are leaving, it's like, oh yeah. So now your all previous debts and burdens are now revoked you now pay tribute to Lord so-and-so. You'll pay taxes to him. Good day. And everyone okay. kind of goes, hmm. That's the super good ending. You know, like one one, but one ruler, yeah, you know, another ruler, it doesn't matter yeah. to them kind of thing. So, yeah, so that was like he's a- not a madman. Yeah. yeah. I liked how they really took the exact same sequence and they made it, it differently. differently across yeah. both. That was really cool. Uh, and so, yeah, so it's only a couple of weeks later. And so you tell Emir that Ciri's dead. Um, and you can give him, be like real mean to him and say like, she said nothing about you. And if she did, you wouldn't want to hear it because you were a terrible father and stuff like that to him um, and stuff like that. And he just sort of goes, go away and I never want to see you again yeah. kind of thing. And I guess it, when they retreat, he keeps his title and keeps on conquering other lands oh, okay. elsewhere yeah. kind of thing. Um, and Geralt and Yennefer go off and to the north. And see, I didn't get anything like that. Bath, not like that, and so the the thing is, it's all leading up to. Eventually, you got you got to go to. So you see all the villages and stuff, and by the road, and you go and you buy a sword, the best yeah, witch sword yeah. this master auto has ever made for any witcher ever, yep. and you get it in, engraved with um, some runes, and it's like, oh, okay. And then eventually, you take the sword to uh, the the inn. I think you're in the very start at okay, White Orchid. Yep. And there's a, like, a person with a cloak on sitting at a yeah. table kind of thing. Yeah. You rock up and it's Siri. She's back. Yeah. Um, and you give her the sword. And basically the end, then her story is that he they, they travel together for a few years. Yeah. And he teaches her everything that he knows about being a witcher. Yeah. And then she becomes a famous witcher in her own right yeah. kind of okay. thing. And he, that, 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 that's the same whether or not Radovitz alive or, yeah. or not. Okay. She doesn't want to be empress. Yeah. Never does that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So... It sounds like the memory thing you're talking about where she goes to fight the White Frost. Yeah. Um, the memory seemed very positive. They were like based on your choices you've done throughout the game. Yeah, it's like when they trashed Avalok's room together, that was something yeah. that you could, at the time it was like Geralt giving her permission yeah. to take out some of her rage yeah. on something. And then like the same thing when you go and, you know, make, pick. Did you do the part where you pick, go back and find the? Yeah, but I told her that it wasn't worth it. Oh, okay. I kept keeping the peace with her all the time. Okay, I let her she do She obviously it. doesn't appreciate being told to keep the peace. No, no, no. So I let her... Which is kind of, I kind of think yeah. that's bad because that's the decision I made. That's how my Geralt was. Yes. My Geralt was very much a keep the peace kind of yep. guy. And that's clearly got the worst possible ending yeah, by making those choices. Interesting. You wouldn't think that would sort of be the outcome of that. No, that's not fair. On a morally reasonably good... Guy, yeah, gets so depressed he lets ghouls eat him. Mm. Interesting, interesting. I, I'm, I'm surprised. So that maybe was there's the... even more endings. What did you say to her before she walked into the portal? Good luck. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I made lots of positive affirmation choices with her. Yeah, but obviously not the right ones. To must have not made must have not to hit the threshold because I did a lot of like you yeah. know when Avalok was trying to get her to stay behind and stuff. I'm like, 
telling Sarah what to do is not going to help, man. She wants to do something, she'll go and do it. Like she's as bad as I think he makes a comment like you're as bad as Yennefer. Like you can't tell her what to do. She's too strong-willed. Well, I thing, so. didn't agree with Avalok, but then when Avalok says she's too important, I think to Rich, I said he makes a point. Mm. So I didn't tell her yeah. she had to stay back. But the game kind of played out as if I had told her she had to stay back. Mm. All I did was I didn't agree with him, but I didn't disagree with him either. And there's a couple of things like he's like, well, if you don't... Oh, I'm sorry, my, my point is that sometimes the game doesn't translate what you yes, think is what, what you're interpreting, how you're interpreting your responses. Yeah, because like when he yeah. said, oh, well, I won't use a sunstone if you don't like tell her to stay behind. And I'm like... Please, you want this guy dead. This is our best chance of killing this guy right now. You're going to use that sunstone no matter what I do. I'm going to call your bluff on that. And yeah. you couldn't do that. And I was really kind of like, yeah, I want to, yeah. you know, anyway. punch him in the face. <laughs> he was real. And, and I got a couple yeah. of choices where a couple of situations again playing through where I knew more was going on than first appeared, but then there was no way to further interrogate it. No, you that could, bugged me the way they did that. Yeah. They gave you enough clues. That way was played that something else was going on. Yeah. But then there was no possible way of following it up. I think you just had to either be an asshole or not be an asshole. <laughs> so all about it. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the double. There should have been a third out. choice that's saying, I know you're not telling me the truth. I'm not going to be an asshole, but I know you're not telling me the truth. So And force it out of Siri yeah. to tell her what her real plan was, that she was always planning on fighting the White Frost, and yeah. that give me the choice of either supporting her in that or not. Yes. So I was yeah, like I, I knew that Avalok had something to be hard. That was made pretty clear, and yeah. he was pretty upfront about like that he has other motivations and he's not telling you what they are. Yeah, but I didn't like that Siri was the one who that was, was hiding actually hiding things from, from you. Me. I thought yeah. that was a little bit. I considering but, throughout the whole game, you've done anything for Siri, and like and I was very like, in comparison to us two, I was super supportive of her following her own choices and her own decisions. Yeah, kind of thing. Like you think that she would trust me enough. To yeah. reveal what was yeah, going what on. Was actually going on. Maybe there was a choice that I missed. So, I was still being supportive. I, I was just cautioning against. Yeah. You know, don't escalate it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, don't be subservient, but don't escalate it if you don't e- need to. Either kind of thing. And did you like mm. the bit when you're going with her and she goes back to the barmaid who looked after her? And Carol says, she was quite pretty, you know. And oh, Siri goes, oh, yeah. Gerald. Yeah, That's yeah, the bit yeah. I was saying the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that really cracked me yeah. up. God, Dad, seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Very yeah, funny. I like um, a Philippa, what? like, when you go with Philippa to go eat the Sunstone and she starts grilling you, like, oh, what are you doing? I wanted to punch her in the face. <laughs> yeah, she's. I love Philippa. Oh, my she's God. so, like... Uh, I, I, it's one of the characters that I don't, I don't like her. Like I don't want to be friends with her, but I no, like but the she's way she's a she, very good character. And like the yeah. way she goes, like, what's going on with you and Jennifer and Tris? You know, you yeah, and Yen yeah. play the parent, and Tris plays the big sister. But Tris wants to have a go at you when it. You know, like I thought yeah. that was great. Like, yeah. and you could tell Garrett was, but she's like, right, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and that's the problem with with Philippa. Yeah. Like, she's so often right. Even yeah. though it's so smug and, and yeah. you know about it, yes, yeah, fantastic character. But I didn't find there was much in that whole end sequence that recognised my romantic choice. Like there was one bit where Trish came and spoke to me just as everything was about to play out. Yeah, but that was it. That was the only acknowledgement that I'd committed myself to Trish. I got one small conversation, basically, yeah, and I with didn't get Yen. an end sequence or anything. I was really quite disappointed. Well, yeah, you should have got a sequence. Well, uh, I guess that's because he's depressed. He obviously yeah. didn't stay with Tris. He obviously ran off or something yeah. like that. There should have been a mention there about why that never 
yeah, worked. Why that didn't work out. I wonder if you had the good ending like I had, but with Tris, if you would have got like a little end sequence yeah, there about them two being together. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I got one, yeah, small thing about Tris. Actually, no, I think it like Siri said something about like just go find a roadside inn and lock the door for yeah. a month and then like that'll be all that, that, all that Yen wants yeah. kind of thing. And then she basically says... Oh, Philippa makes her an insinuation that she wants Yennefer out of the picture so yes, she can yeah. rule with. Well, she didn't make an insinuation. She well, or I bled either out. she says it or Geralt translates it and blatantly states. Yeah, what pretty saying. much. Yeah, yeah you just want Jennifer out of the picture. Jennifer out of the picture. Like, yes, I do because yeah. she's too hot headed, and yeah. I want this. I want. To, yeah. I only want to be in charge of logic. I have the deciding vote because yeah. you know she's so. Yeah. You know whatever. Anyway, um, yeah. So Yennefer says, like, I want to go to the north and just go and just go away. Just, I'm sick of all this politic yeah. crap. I just want to get out of here, kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, well that that works for me. I'm happy to do that. You know, Geralt's looking for the same thing to get out of the business, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there wasn't a lot on that. They didn't do. I don't think they did a real great job with their companions and those inter. No, not and compared stuff. to like, Bioware. No, stuff. not the same level. But I thought mm. I've got to say, I think they did a really good job with the end sequence. Which part like of you it? fight several different members of oh. of the Wild Hunt, and they're quite good, and then you finally get to flat elf face dude, and he blocks all your attacks so quickly. And I'm thinking, oh god, this is going to be a grind fest. I'm going to hate this fight. <laughs> but then you do less than one third of the damage, and it changes. It throws you through the portal. It throws you through the portal, and then there's a new sequence. He's got different attack routines. Yeah, and then it changes again. So it wasn't just this guy's got a billion hit points. Yeah. And even though 100 hit points into his billion hit points, you've worked out the attack sequence, we're still going to make you grind out the remaining billion hit points. Yeah. I hate that in games. You know? Yeah. If as a player you've proved you've worked out how to beat this person, yeah. we're well, still going to make you do it. But this was really good because mm. it made it hard. You couldn't use standard tactics on him because he was so good at blocking. Yeah. But then they mixed that up. So I had a really good, I had thought that ending fight was really good. The only thing I would have liked was as that build up, as you keep beating each of his lieutenants, you got something like really good, like a really good bit of equipment or something. Yeah, but then you don't use it anyway because you're about to finish. Yeah, I would have just liked some reward for having beaten his lieutenants. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Other than just the satisfaction of even some trophies to put on your horse. Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I like the. um, No, I didn't like. You didn't like the fight. I liked the fight. That was fine. Um, I beat it on my second go, go through. So it wasn't hard, that hard necessarily. Once I worked out that you got to dodge at the right time, and I used like the igni, and then hit, and then dodge. Oh, see, no, I didn't do that. What did? How did you beat? I, I attacked him. Yep. And then attacked nowhere. Yep. And invariably he teleported into where I was. I'd like turn oh, around and nice. do a back attack. Yeah, yeah. And invariably he teleported right into my sword. Ah. Oh. So that I liked that. That I kind of. Worked out what he was doing, and so I did that rather than having to dodge him. Then, of course, I had to run away or dodge away or whatever, because then he would go into his big yeah. attack routine. But I nearly okay. always got three hits in on him, yeah, because I do the two hits that would make him teleport, and then I'd attack from almost behind. directly behind me, which is not uh, invariably where he teleported to, yeah. And I'd stab him right in the okay sternum. What I would do is he'd be like attacking, I'd like dodge back just with the not not the big yeah, leaping yeah, dodge, yeah. just to keep my stamina up. Dodge back, dodge back. He teleports, dodge to the left, hit him with Igni, gets rid of his frosty stuff. Oh, I didn't even and then see just, his frosty stuff. He's like, he's like covered in. Well, you didn't notice it until you hit him with Igni and it all oh, melted away. Yeah, okay, it all melts away. Do one of the big swings, chunk, and then yep. he'd like recover and yep. come at you, dodge. 
you know, miss that back, dodge, dodge, teleport, dodge, Igni, hit, yeah. you know, dodge, Igni, hit, and just yeah. keep doing that. And then we did like the the big, you know, either one really, either like the throwdown um, yes. on the ground or the bombs. Yeah, I like getting I just bomb these own ice elementals. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Oh. You stand near the ice element as well. He's throwing the bombs and then you run away. Oh, wait, hang on. And the this bombs is, hit the uh, ice Which elemental. one? The one with the staff or the one at the end? Because the, the, the guy at the end didn't have any mobs with him. The guy at the end is the guy with the staff. Mm. Siri breaks the yeah. gem in the staff. Yeah. Oh, that's no, that's the guy on the ship. Yeah, the guy. well, the guy at the end is the guy that's on the, the ship. That's the first guy. You've got to beat him and he teleports you into the water. Instead of letting you kill him, he teleports you into the water. Yeah, and you and fight him drowns. on the ice. He's like he's the lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the guy at the very end. Yeah, he's not the, the same guy? person. No, I know he's not the same person. Yeah. He's got ice elementals in that second bit when he goes through the portal. You obviously never got him to bring the ice elementals in. No, he didn't because t- you were fighting different way to me. He would drop bombs on yeah. the ground, and an ice elemental would come out of it. Ah, see, when he dropped those bombs, I just ran at him as fast as I could. Hitting with Igni and then zoom and that would stop the sequence. He wouldn't yeah, drop okay. any more so bombs, he, maybe, yeah. and then he move on to the next. Whereas sequence I would get again. him to drop the ice elementals and then stand there while he lined me up with his attack. Ah. And then just as he launched it, I'd roll towards him. Okay, and he'd blow up his own ice elementals. Yeah, and then I'd get to kill him while he was recovering with the lieutenant with the staff. And he dropped, he brought in like golems and stuff. I would make him hit his own golems with his like. I see. He I, he didn't do any of that for me. Why would we have different? Oh, there you go. We got completely different fight sequences because of the way we were fighting. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, with, so with um with the the chief guy at the very end there, yeah, run out. We should him. know his name. Uh, he is Emmy? the main bad guy. Em- no, Emmy is the Emmy is the king. The thing about him is that he's this threat off into the yeah. side, and he doesn't yeah. really play a big part. No, to so really remember who he is. Learn his name. But then I realized he's still a good villain because he still had really good motivations that I understood. You know, he wasn't just some threat that I was sort of like, like in Andromeda, like the guy, yeah, you're like, yeah, why are you really yeah. fighting me? This guy, he wanted to save his people from the White Frost and this is how he thought was the best way to go about yeah. it. And, and I he got was, that. he was actually just an elf. Yeah, nothing special. Just, yeah, a, just a, an elf. just an elf from with the some, other realm. Yeah, so yeah. I, even though he wasn't in the story very much, I did dig. Yeah, and felt, he was quite you know, a good bad guy. I, was, I thought yeah. they were spirits at, for, at the start oh, of the totally. game. Totally. Once we pulled the mask off at Kelmore, yeah. and I'm like, oh, he's an elf. Yeah. Was I supposed to know he was an elf? Yeah. Uh, was I supposed to know he was an elf? Yeah. I thought Did they were all that? dead people. Yeah. <laughs> like, Someone already knew this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So that's interesting how we got. I did, yeah. He never summoned so any other people obviously got very different fight sequences, which obviously, obviously he had routines, but the yeah. way we were fighting him, it was interrupting the routine. Yeah, yeah. Because found... the guy on the ship didn't bring any ads in at all. Oh, wow. I got quite a few ads with him. Whereas I hardly rolled away. I hardly let it up on him. Yeah, you I just went like Blocking his attacks yeah. and just standing foot to foot with him. I definitely let him teleport. He would teleport away a distance and I would quen it up and then try to run and dodge his little shoom, like the balls that he'd throw at you kind of yeah. thing until I got to him and then just attacked until he teleported away and then just try to take him out again kind of thing. Okay. And if I could hit with quen and just reapply. Yeah, rinse and repeat kind of yeah. thing. Um, but that was they were, they, were, they were fine fight series little bit yeah. where she's like just carving them yeah, up. Was, yeah, you know, you just had to press attack and instant insta kill. Kill, you know, yeah, that, that was, was cool. Good. Dug that. What I didn't like about the whole, so the fights themselves were oh, good. I hated the bit where you got to just run. There's all the, those freaking horses are impossible to control. Uh, all the the running when you, any like what I felt was I watched cutscenes. 
I ran and had a couple of good fights. The yeah. cutscenes and the running, I could have done without. There was far too many cutscenes, far too many. I oh, think- see, I, did, I didn't mind because I basically started yeah. right at the part where you talked to Avalark. Yeah, that's where I did as well. Okay, so but I- But even like- I was, just- I was prepared for- I hadn't played the game for over a week though. Okay. So I, I was prepared for it, but I felt I like- I hated the it, running sequences, but I didn't mind all the cutscenes. It ruined the pacing of it. Yeah, you, okay. And I felt there like all you were doing was cutscenes. running and then I just like it to me in- Okay. The running is the worst part. The horse racing and the running is the worst part of that game. Yeah, that was- And following NPCs. Anyone, and following someone on a horse is even worse. Yes. Okay. But like, I think this is a cardinal sin for me. On games, you can't pause the cutscenes. They got me twice playing this. Where yes, I need to talk you to someone. Always and I couldn't pause, pause a cutscene. Yeah, okay, because that's where the story exposition is. And if you get interrupted, you have yep. to go back to a previous save game to see it again. Yeah, yeah. But, and like, so you, I'm fighting a guy, right? I'm about to kill him, and the game takes the control away from me. Yeah. I'm about to kill him yeah. blow. Hate yeah. that. Yeah, that was bad. Okay, and uh, also. And- he wasn't at zero health when the cutscene came. And then when you're swimming up, you don't actually have to swim up to the surface. Another cutscene. That cutscene That's starts. exactly the one I was about yeah. to point out. It's like, what, why did I have to swim? That was the most boring part of this well, whole thing. Well, I thought I was going to get stuck under well, that massive so iceberg. I, I thought I'd have to find I thought, a How the hell do get I get out? around that? Exactly. And then just cut some other cutscene. And I'm yeah. like, why can't I climb out of the water? What yeah. am I incapable of yeah. doing this? That you was, know? There was some odd. I felt like they put the most boring parts for me to do and then be watch all the most interesting parts. Yeah. You know, so like, I don't mind if I, I don't see why I couldn't do a cool, flourishing move. Bunch of damage on him, then cut to a cutscene and do the finishing blow really cool in yeah. the cutscene. Fine. Yeah. Give me some satisfaction, not have me. This is funny. Uh, with Siri, the second time I did it, I beat the, the guy with the staff so quickly yeah. that I was still attacking him and the cutscene went and the model changed back to Geralt and he started punching him uh-huh. as Geralt at the end there because obviously that was supposed to be hidden behind the yeah, scenes yeah. kind of thing. It's yeah. like, oh, that's kind of stupid. But yeah, yeah, I just. So I felt all the bits. As soon as you beat it was the king, janky. it yeah. was just I had to run and do stupid horse riding stuff and then watch a whole bunch of cutscenes yeah. until the end. And it felt really bad pacing wise, yeah. I think, you know, in that sort of rest. So I thought that was a bit they need to people start they need to start relying so much on cutscenes. You should be able to tell the story in the game. In engine. a more engine y like yeah. you don't always need to have I don't know what the answer is. Like I don't okay. know. The I didn't it, I find just, that at all. I I did find the running sequences horrendous. Yeah. And should definitely just be removed. But the cutscenes don't bother. There was as much. no point. That should have been. That should have been a cutscene. That whole running sequence should just have fine. been a cutscene. I would have been fine with that. Run up to the horse just... and get on the horse, and then make the rest of it a cutscene to show you that Ragnarok is happening. Yeah. That's I. I. I must have. Lost Yennefer nine times in that sequence. Oh, yeah. I had no idea where she was on Dis- the map. Dis- so I had no idea where I was supposed to be going. <sighs> it was terrible. That was and a she terrible stopped, sequence. And then you'd be going full ball and you get in front of her and then she tries to catch up and then yeah. your horse. Yeah, gets you know, pushed to the side. And she'd go th- this way off to the left and then turn right immediately and go shoom off this way because she had to go around a boulder and you're like, this is yeah, not even yeah, realistic. It's terrible. Off anything. It was, that, it just- yeah. that should have been a cutscene. Mm. And yeah, but I, I didn't. It didn't ruin it for me. No, no, no. It didn't ruin it for me, but I'm just like, think. I think what broke me, you know, what, this is what broke me for this, is um, Half-Life the 2. The pacing. Um, Half-Life 2 did uh, developer commentaries oh, okay. on all of their, if you play yeah. through the game, you get those little um, little speech bubbles in the game and you could listen to what they were thinking when they yeah, made the game. Portal's got the same thing as well. They're fascinating. And they're talking about how, because there's no cutscenes in Half-Life 2, yeah. 
they spent a lot of time in the levels trying to get the player to look in the right spot at the right time. Uh, Because when you do, it's a fantastic experience. It feels like you're right there. Because when they have the, at the very end of Half-Life 2, when you're escaping on City 17 on the back of the train, and they have these um, pods come out of the uh, of the tower. Yeah. Um, that draws your eye back to the tower, so you can watch it explode uh, in real yeah. time. Yeah. You're not looking around at the back of the train or anything like you've they've they've used the story and the environment to draw you into draw the point that attention. you should be watching in. Yeah. And I can appreciate how that is to do, but when you get it right, you feel like you're immersive. right in the game. Yeah. And so every time I see this, I just feel it's just lazy. I'm just going to make you watch it. I'm like I'm playing a video game. I'm not watching a movie. Yeah. You know, like it should be, yeah. Particularly like the swimming, like uh, I yeah, thought the swimming, was... like when he teleported me underwater, that was brilliant. Yeah, I loved yeah, that. Really I thought that good. was a great maneuver yeah. from a guy that was about to die. Like, yeah. and I love the way Garrett was a little bit contemptuous of He's like, get off me. You know? yeah. And then you start swimming to the surface. But I thought maybe you would get stuck under the ice and yeah, have to find yeah. a hole. Yeah. Maybe that would have been really frustrating. Yeah. I don't know. But it certainly Probably didn't need another cutscene. No. Again, after that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, him getting out of the water. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. Anyway, that was my, my thing so, about the end sequence. Yeah. Um, it only went faster with when you skip through all those cutscenes and you'd go and do it. Yeah, it was actually quite short. It is. And it makes you realize how much of that is just running along. Yeah. Even when you're running along and you've... This is something the game never decided what it wanted to do. If you're running along one of those sequences with a bunch of people fighting, are you supposed to engage and, and fight, fight or are you supposed to keep running? I just ignore them. I just because always constantly ignore some them. some of them you can kill and some of them you can't. Yeah, yeah. And so it's very confusing as to what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. sort of yeah. thing. But anyway, I just ran past them all. And yeah. I well and truly had enough of it at that point. I mean, the only reason to kill them is for experience points or loot and – I gave up on the loot a long time ago. Yeah, so did I. I don't know if I told you this. I don't know if it happened last week, but I, I officially gave up on loot. Yeah. And so yeah. there's no point anymore. Yeah. I got my superior no, yeah. um, Witcher yeah. armor. Well, yeah, that's – I. so I finished the game with my save from many, many weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I okay. went back to that save yep. and finished the game. So I'm, I was level 33. Ha, same. But I only had the standard Griffin armor and the standard Griffin sword. Oh, okay. And yep. then after I finished the game, I went back to my subsequent game yep. where I'm only level 28. Okay. But I've got enhanced Ursine on it, uh, uh, and enhanced Ursine swords. Enhanced. What's the second level because I can't wear the superior yet because not high I'm not high level. enough level. Yep. I was so much more powerful oh, wow. and able to take so many more hits. The Ursine. that well, no, it's just that your equipment is so much more important than your level. level. Okay. I yep. just felt so much more powerful. Uh, I thought, okay, well, when I finish yeah. it with this Geralt, when, with this Geralt it's going to be a breeze because I'll be able to take those hits far more easily. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely. But it's interesting that the equipment does make that much difference. Mm. So I've got all the gear now, all the woven, all the ursine, all the oh, you unlocked them feline, all? I, unlocked, uh, I got them all. But cool. I can only wear – the only one I can wear is the griffin. So I can't wear the – so I can wear the basic set. And the, the enhanced set of all of them. Yep. But I can only wear the superior Griffin armor. I can't wear any of the other superior armor. Why is that? I've got to be level 29 for the feline and level 30 for the earth sign. Oh, it's different. And then Mastercraft. <laughs> I can't wear any of the Mastercraft. No, no, I didn't um, so, yeah, even try to get the Mastercraft. So I can make it all, but I can't okay. wear it yet. So I haven't made it all yet. Interesting. But I, really, I, I did like I was wearing the uh, Griffin armor. And I, when I talked to the blacksmith and got it to upgrade it, and then when it cut back to me talking to her, my armor had all been upgraded. Ah. So it was really obvious to see what the difference it was. was. Ah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. really good. I really liked that. That was very – I have to say, that whole 
upgrading sequence for that gear to the new tiers was very satisfying. The new look that you got yeah, looked, looked a fantastic. lot more refined, yeah. you know, from the enhanced to superior. Yeah. Um, that was very satisfying, the more glowy runes you got on your sword. And the and swords, I finally worked out the swords have got on their pommels. They've got a cat or a bear or a wolf uh, or a griffin. I see. And the, the silver one's got that and then the gold one, the, silver, the steel one's got a circle with that engraved in the middle of the circle. Yay. And it gets fancier and fancier as you upgrade the sword. sword. Yeah. Yep, yep. I did that. They could have done, as we did before, could have done that only as a gearing yeah. mechanism. It would have been fine. And that's it. And that's the entire gearing mechanism of the whole game. Yeah. I would have actually preferred that, to be honest with you, because yeah. there's just so much loot everywhere and I just got so sick of trying to pick it up. <sighs> so much loot. Um, the other thing that I, I <laughs> discovered and, and screwed myself on was I upgraded uh, one of the red abilities, the fast attack, to get a spinny attack. Oh. Finally. Yeah, yeah. That's so why I had three points at this point to dump in, right? So I um, I go, okay, spinny attack, I can give that a go. Finally, yep. got enough points to put in there. Um, so, you know, uh, exercise. A yes, except X assign yeah. A except except that when you assign it for the first time, you get a little help window that pops up and says, "Hey, to use this ability, you've got to like you know yeah, do something, this. right? You've got to do this." Which I immediately closed. Yeah, yeah. And then went, "Oh, that's unfortunate. That's okay. I'll go to the help and I'll look at the help and in the tutorial messages, and not there, not there. Oh, the no. tutorial message. I looked through and I'm like, I looked through three. I may have missed it. I looked through three times and I didn't see. There's so many things like. in that tutorial, which is like how to change series look and all the different weapon stuff. I'm going, where the hell is all this stuff? I haven't looked thoroughly, admittedly. Mm. I'm thinking maybe you've got to go a new game plus and then it unlocks all of that stuff. Because uh. that's because you've got the game of the year edition, that's all the DLC uh, content. So okay. I'm thinking maybe we have to do a new game plus we'll to, to unlock all yeah. that stuff. But like how about just have a an option for me to see what that yeah, message was that you only they, showed me once yeah. when I wasn't expecting it. You yeah. know? Maybe my fault because I've been stockpiling. No, I've done that multiple know. times. I've, uh, I've done, okay, I know what's happening here. Ding, ding. Oh, wait, what was that? Uh, too late. Uh, expected, expected, unexpected, but I've just closed it. Oh, yeah. dear. Now. How about close with a B? Yeah. You know, close it like with a different button. Button than the one yeah. you're signing than in, maybe? One, yeah, you know? that would be smart. Yeah, this game, it, uh, like, some of the mistakes, it's some of the things, janky. Some like, of it's janky, but it's why is this it's so janky. Yeah, Don't. like the the narrative is a bit janky. Like the stuff that Dandelion's written in his book doesn't actually match around. with what you did when you were playing the game. Yeah, I find that it's a bit janky for me. Going back and doing right of its story so far in the game was a bit weird as well because okay, so you actually assassinated him the second time around. Yeah, yeah. When did so it? you had to rescue Thala? The spy. Oh, I did the that trolls. before. The trolls. Yeah. Yep, did that. And I rescued Philippa already. Um, from you got to rescue Philippa. Part, stole her from... from oh, you've got to do the mission to find out that she's not there. Yes. Okay, good. So I've um, done both of those with my new game. Yep. Is that uh, it? That's all you have to do? Yeah. And then the third mission comes up in the end sequence, doesn't it? Yeah, somewhere around there. I'll get the name of it is. I wrote it down. Uh... Reason of State? Reason of State, yeah. I haven't got Reason of State. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I think you get that one, I think, after you rescue Philippa from okay, Dijkstra. From Dijkstra. I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then that was that was a good, like, um, that's that's how I expected that mission to end when we did the troll one and it kind of just went, yeah, yeah. and didn't go yeah. anywhere after that. Yeah, like, I, was, I found that very awkward that it just yeah. stops. 
I really okay. thought that would have been some games do stuff like where the mission is not active, but it's like something will come along later yeah, on. Like it's yeah. still there. Yeah. So you can sort of track it back, but you know that you've done all you can. At the moment, yeah. You know, for the maybe. moment. Anyway, um so I think they were Yeah, I think they were too ambitious. Yeah. They tried to put too much in and unnecessarily so mm. because they had a fantastic skeleton. The skeleton of the game mm. is close to flawless. Yeah, there's a good really bones. Is, yeah, it really is close to flawless. But they tried to do too many things, put too many different mechanics in it. Yeah, got a bit overwhelmed like limit with your it. character by level and then also limit your character by having only a certain number of abilities can be equipped and and with the potions, you can only have a certain number of potions because of the toxicity. So they had all these limiting systems on and there were so many potions and so many decoctions that I got decision fatigue and I ended up not using them. I didn't even use them in the final battles. I didn't yeah. use any oils or any Well, you couldn't use anything. them because then what, what was the enemy type? Well, I figured there's, isn't there like a, a human, non-human, generic kind there of There is, but I figured it wouldn't work on them because oh, they're the know. wild hunt. Oh, I think that one goes on your steel sword, and I think we used the silver sword yeah. to fight them, so there it wouldn't have, it worked wouldn't have worked on them. anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of, well, hey, how about the last boss not use any of the stuff you spent all the time collecting yeah. throughout the whole game? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I guess you could have used the deco- I, I've got so many decoctions, I don't even know what half of them do. Yeah, I would have liked them like, to have a mm. quarter the number of potions and decoctions and oils. Mm. Definitely a, one one-hundredth the amount of loot. <laughs> no weapons or armor, just you You get your witch gear and that's it. Yeah. That's all he wears. There's no point in any other gear. He just wears his witcher gear. Mm. Uh, that I think that would have actually made the game sharper for me. I would have liked that much more. And also, um, instead of being able to pick up quests halfway through, that kind of bothered me as well. I didn't want to pick up the quest halfway through. I would rather have had you make me go back to the start and intentionally follow that quest yeah. rather than I... Just because I'm exploring, I walk into the monster's lair and then all of a sudden I'm halfway through the quest for that monster. That annoyed me a couple of times. I can understand it's more realistic doing it that way. I've walked into the monster's lair. Why shouldn't I be able to fight the monster? But maybe just have the empty monster's lair until I'm actually doing the contract. Yeah. And the monster doesn't actually appear unless I'm on the contract. And I've done the previous steps. Something like, oh, the monster must be out right now kind of thing, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it could go either way. It's just maybe just too much. I think never. I think they. Yeah, it's just so. They hung so, up. I've got so many question marks on the map. Why were there herbs everywhere to pick up if you only ever need to really get a couple one. of? Yeah, that like, really. You need and, like ten and each, maybe. The one that you need to make white gull is so hard to find. Yeah, dumb. Yeah, that was so dumb. And the mandrake cordial is so hard to find. I kind of just make and, mandrake and cordial. And you need white gull to make every third tier thing. Every single third tier potion and oil need. White goal. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like I can understand if you're locking gear behind a paywall. That makes sense. <laughs> but they're <laughs> not getting paid for you having so much trouble finding Mandrake Cordial. Yeah. yeah. That so, one guy had five of them. That was a good day. Yeah. Well, apparently, before mm. the game got patched, there was a dude near Oxenfurt, I think, that would buy your equipment for 100% of its sale value. But all he had to sell were... Glass bottles. He was in a bottle in a glass factory. Oh, okay. And he'd just sell you empty bottles. But you could buy thousands and thousands of his empty bottles to give him money. Yep. And then sell all of your gear to him for full price and then go and sell the bottles to the other merchants. So you bought them for one a crown or whatever it was and sold them for three. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful. Nice leverage. 
But uh, yeah, apparently they patched that out because it was never their intention. <laughs> no, I can imagine. I can imagine not. So that bothered me as well that so many different merchants paid so many different prices for your equipment, but there was no way for you to note that down. Yeah, you couldn't like write sell your swords here. This guy gives you stuff Best for your price. sword. Yeah. Because I, I tried that. I went to three different blacksmiths and they offered me different prices mm. for my gear. Which I guess is It's realistic, realistic, but it was annoying considering I did want money for quite a bit of the game. And I didn't went, do the – see, I didn't do the contracts. Apparently, if you do the contracts, you don't have to care about money, okay. which is probably why they did it because they're assuming you're doing more contracts, whereas I was barreling through the story. Yep. yep. And so I was running out of money to do things all, all the time. Plus, you were buying all those equipment cards. Yeah, well, that's what I was doing. They're money on. Cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What so, about that end sequence? Was, yes, you got more? That's The Witcher. No. No? That, I was just going to say, so that's The Witcher. That's The Witcher. Yeah. I'm probably going to play the DLC at some point when I get enough time. But I would. I think we've podcasted enough about The Witcher. Yeah, you know, and I think, I just keep reminding myself, part of my thoughts about The Witcher come from more what, what type of games I'm playing at the moment, what I'm enjoying. I don't think I would have ever played... So many big single-player RPGs in a row had it not been for the podcast. Like, I wouldn't right. have played Mass Effect and Drone and then Fallout yep. 4 and then this one. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit burnt out on yes. this. And maybe that's – maybe I would have joined it more had we have had more time over them. But I don't think that's the case. I think as well, I kind of I, – the majority of the example, right, the base building in Fallout 4, yeah. right, it's kind of pointless because you're not sharing it with anyone. Doing an arc, super fun because all your friends are enjoying yes. it as well. So yes. I think I've got this bit of a thing where I, and there's like a, I feel like it's like some sort of like nihilistic, where's the point in anything because I'm the only person uh, doing yeah, it kind of thing. Like, yeah, I feel like The Witcher Three is an MMO, and if it's an MMO, I want to play it with my with other friends. people. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's feel. I feel it's got so like there's so much stuff in it. It could so be so much an stuff. MMO, right? So much stuff. And yet it's not, and so I feel like, why am I spending this time if I can't yeah. share it with people? I've spent like 150 hours. I think my playtime in the game is 150 hours. Oh, I haven't. It's insane. I haven't checked. Yeah. I can have a squeeze and see if you um you want to just like fill all the dead air. Well, <laughs> I was just going to say, have you heard about the Fallout 76 and the PvP combat? Oh, I have heard a little bit about that, but please tell me what you've heard. So... If you uh, if you find another human, what they do is they shoot you, okay, with yes. their gun or whatever. No matter what weapon they're using, it does one hit point of damage to you and pings you. It tells you you've been shot by so-and-so. Oh, okay. And shows you where they are. And yep. if you shoot them back, you then engage in full-on 100% damage PvP combat. Oh, so it's like they throw down a duel. Like yeah. if it's an MMO, like you'd be throwing a duel flag down. Like I want yeah. to duel you right now. But if you ignore them. Yep. They can only ever do one hit point of damage to you per hit. Yep. And if they persist and they kill you, yeah. they become a murderer. Oh. And they get pinged. There's a bounty gets put on their head that yep. comes out of their money. Mm-hmm. So if they get killed, so there's a, they ping on everybody in the world's map, pings on them all the time. So oh. everybody on the whole map knows where they are and all the time. A and there's a bounty on their head <laughs> and the bounty comes out of their money. Wow. So it's really, really anti-griefing. I think that sounds that's like... That's fantastic. Yeah. That's a beautiful self-policing internal mechanism to the game yeah. that they've created there. Yeah. That's really... That's pretty clever. I can't think of how would that... I can't really think of a good way that would be... 
you you better game it like um I, I don't mean, see how you can if you got like maybe well if you got like Ten people together, so you do lots of damage. You go around and kill everyone because you only one damage. But now, if people would gang up on you and you'd be dead anyway, because yeah, you're not doing full damage. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And That's smart. There's anti. Yeah, there's even more. So on your, you can set on your server so that people can't jump in front of you when you're attacking a monster to tag your PvP on. Oh, so you can set that so you it can't be unintentional PvP flagging. Yep. So it sounds like they've thought about it a lot, which is good. Yeah. It makes me much, much more positive about it. Yep, and I'm I would much more like to dive back into Fallout universe with a bunch of friends as well. Yeah, you know, and and, and have that shared experience. They, they said they want the bandits, they want the raiders to be actual humans, but they want to stop you, like, from fighting them if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Sounds and, like it's a good and it's great because it's compromise. there. If you want to do that, you can. You can engage in it full on. Yeah, fantastic. So you can take time to go and get yourself somewhere sort of in cover and then ping them back and then boom, it's on for a young and old. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. And I don't think they can steal your gear, even if they in PvP. I don't think you can steal each other's gear. Probably I can't remember best. for sure. I do remember them saying something about what you, should get what something you could take. For it, but maybe not steal all your gear. It's yeah. be a little bit hardcore. Yeah. But it, that, oh, that, I mean, that's huh. the thing I was the most worried about with Fallout 76. Yeah. Was 14-year-olds... At the end of school, just sitting there going, <laughs> shooting people from yep. across the map with a sniper rifle. Mm. Mm. Or a mini nuke, a fat boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be nukes in it, so yeah, definitely going to be... It definitely had the potential for lots of, of griefing, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. All right, I'm definitely more interested in it. And that's got no. the base building, and you benefit, your, other, your other players benefit from the base building mm. because your base gets more... I think it, it unlocks more stuff the more people you've got. Registered with your base. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I dig that. That could be cool. Yeah, have like, you you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what one it might be, but sounds good. I like that because I like cooperative. It, okay, so first off, uh, 93 hours on The Witcher 3. Only 93, okay. So not as many as you. You definitely pumped in more more hours into this more one. More running around the map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more, play, more time playing Gwen. To, yeah, to a honest. lot of time playing Gwen. Yeah. Uh, we didn't. Now, I never went back and did any Gwent stuff, and I realized it's for two reasons. I don't really like card collecting games. Yep. Any game, I like deck building games and I like that sort of stuff, but yep. I don't like it when I've got to go around and. I mean, if it's a real world game, then it's like, you know, Magic the Gathering, I'd buy a million packs to get the one oh, card. I, hate and that. All that. I would never do that. So it kind of turns me off from that because I really don't like it in real life. And the second thing is, I guess this relates to the next one, which is I don't like playing digital versions of board games. Doesn't matter no, what they board don't game work. it is. Yeah. I don't a uh, Carcassonne is a great digital one. It does work fairly well, but I have zero interest it's in it. It's the interaction you, with the other people at the table, which is what the fun bit is. That's yeah. it. And so when I played it, I just kind of again, maybe then come back to something, it's a single player thing. I'm just like, I don't really No, not. I found when I found a tough opponent, I found it so rewarding to beat them. Yeah. I'm, but I, yeah. The, the, I think the mistake they made with Gwent particularly is because they only give you the Northern Realms deck at the start of the game, yeah. that's the only deck you can play with to start off with. And it's so hard to get other cards to make another deck of one of the other three factions. There's no real reason at any point to stop playing the Northern Realms. Mm. So I finished my entire Gwent collection only ever playing in my Northern Realms uh, deck. Yeah, game. 
Well, didn't they release Gwent as a standalone game? Yeah, they really, and it, uh, yeah. you, by playing that, you got cards off other people and things. Yeah. So they actually made it a little, like a real mechanic. Yeah. But that's again, you buy loot boxes oh, to get extra cards. Yeah. I hate that. I try to, yeah, I guess, yeah, double, but same with Hearthstone as well. I'm like, yeah. this is a digital version of a card game. I don't like that, and I don't like the whole card yeah. collecting thing. So yep. I, just, I just couldn't get myself worked up about it to go and dive into it. I'm like, I'd rather just go play more of the story, to yeah. be honest. I tried it out, Hearthstone, and I tried out the Ubisoft um, Might and Magic one. And I really enjoyed the Ubisoft Might and Magic one because it was actually really hard. Oh, okay. It was really good playing other humans and seeing their strategy and tactics. But, again, you'd get matched up with someone who's got the Uber I automatically win card. Mm. And then you go, well, well, why did you match me up with them? That's pointless. Poor matchmaking. Yeah. That's always the the killer for any sort of... But I liked it more than Hearthstone. I actually liked it more than Hearthstone. Hearthstone's fun and very World of Mm Warcraft-y, but Mm -hmm. that had even more. Like, there were so many cards. The good thing about the uh, Ubisoft one was there, I think there was only about 50 cards in each deck. So, if you got about 35 or 40 cards, you had a reasonably good deck. Yeah. Even if you didn't have the 10 most powerful. But with Hearthstone, there was like 600 or something. Oh, really? There were so many uh, cards. Yeah. you got to really be in there for the long haul. Yeah. And I remember playing one game. I had one legendary card. I had one really, really good card. And I was playing this guy. It was, it was a special tournament thing that was going on. It was best of three. And I'd lost the first one convincingly and I'd lost the second one convincingly. And so on the third match, I finally got this legendary card out but he just played a spell okay he played a spell i've got no idea what his spell is going to be i played my legendary card the spell he played copies your card onto his side of the table and then destroys it on your side of the table and he actually said that was so unlucky he actually private yeah, message me and said, dude that was so unlucky oh my God. you would have won if i hadn't just played that the spell, spell. and that was the last game i ever played i never played it's another game after then. that Although there's one card that I might actually be able to win a fight with, and mm. he's got a spell that takes it from my deck and gives it to his deck. Mm. Uh, that, yeah, there's That's a pretty much, brutal mechanic. Too much of that stuff in Hearthstone. Way too much of that stuff in Hearthstone. Yeah. I guess why I prefer the more like Ascension or Dominion where you have fixed – there's a fixed amount yeah, of cards and yeah. they've decided how the mechanics work because they've got a fixed yeah. environment. You're not – you don't have any balancing. It's a balance issue, I suppose, at the end of the day, isn't it? You've yeah. got to keep having these escalating balance things to have more cards in so everything's got to get more complicated and more powerful. And the other reason those things work in person is because you learn the how other players you're playing with. Yeah. And you learn how they play. Yeah, yeah, Whereas true. when you're online and you're playing yeah. randoms all the time, you've got no idea how they're going to play. Yeah. So you've got to look at – so that's why I think I like the Ubisoft one was because you would look at the deck that they were using and you look at the cards that they started out with and you've got a very good idea of how that person played. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yep. so you actually – the decks uh, had like three or four ways that could be played. Yep. And based on what cards people were putting out, yep. made it reasonably obvious what way they were playing it. Smart. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's definitely that's that's why those games are fun because you play with the same people and you learn more. And yeah. Oh, I remember last game when you did that. And remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes them fun. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So I think I was, I'm sure it's great, but it just didn't grab me. Yeah, well, Gwent did grab me. I did enjoy Gwent because it was quite challenging mm. and it was really rewarding when someone had a tough deck. It definitely looks like it's got a great them. set of mechanics to it. Yeah, I, I like to play Gwent, the physical board game kind yeah. of thing. I would definitely give that a good smashing, but I don't know if it would work. No, I don't think it would. Yeah. I think it would be actually quite boring. Yeah. 
You don't have all those good, cool animations and stuff like that as well. It was the gotta catch them all aspect of it was why I got so yeah absorbed into it because okay. it was quite good finding someone that's got a good card and playing them to get their card. <laughs> but there was yeah. no risk because you never lost your cards even when you lost the fight. You just lost the coins that you bet uh, yep, against yep. with. So, yeah. Any more thoughts on The Witcher 3? Gaming in general, life, yeah. the universe and no. everything. Now, well, what are we going to play next? It's a good question, Tony. What are we going to play next? We didn't talk about it before the start of the podcast. That was probably a mistake on our behalf. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking we might we could give Battletech a try. Oh. That's a very different game. But it's turn-based, which you hate, so you mm. might not like that. Maybe. Or we could try... We talked about Dawn of War 3, which I think is probably still a bit too expensive to yep. commit to. But it would be interesting to play a game where they got such bad press and give our thoughts on... Yes, I do want to play a terrible game. You know, I, I floated this idea with you last week about doing some streaming on oh, other yes. weeks as well. Yes. I thought maybe we could play some Sanctum 2 oh, next week okay. and give our thoughts on that yeah, because yeah. I feel Sanctum 2 is a cool game, but it doesn't really deserve any more than one Well, we episode could actually maybe do – we could have a bit of a – Change your pace and do a few episodes just like that. Like we'll that. do a different game each week. Just try, try them out and see. Yeah. We have both own Sanctum 2 as well. kind of makes yes. it a bit easier as well. Yes. But there's a couple, I think, like that. And I think maybe if it tees up well as well, we might do some, some of the free Steam Weekend stuff that they have as yeah. well going through because uh, recently uh, we had uh, Rainbow Six was free, Siege, yes. Rainbow Six Siege, which yes. was very interesting to play. Quite enjoyed that. Got a few thoughts. Might talk about that first person shooter kind of thing, but well, I guess uh, Fallout 4 was a first person shooter, but not really this style of no. of shooter, very different kind of thing, no, much slower paced. Um, there's also, um, uh, there was another one, Sh- Hunt Shadowfall, yep, as well, which is a two player uh co op PVE PVP kind of mishmash roguelike kind of thing that yeah. was free for the weekend. That was Mixed also bag of stuff. Yeah, really a mix, uh, mix of genres, yeah. and uh, they've really done a good. It's kind of almost battle royale ish oh, as okay. well, but in that you have yeah. one map, a bunch of people spawn in at different spots, and you've got to all make your way towards one of two, point. you know, one of two goals, and then off to one of maybe three exit points. Okay. So there's yeah. natural, uh, rather than a, a, a closing sphincter of death. <laughs> um, it still has these natural points which it draws you into and into conflict with your opponents as yeah. well. So there's okay. certainly something to be said about sort of sneaking into an objective and keeping an eye out for other people rather than just barreling in okay. full ball kind of thing. Okay. Uh, there's lots of interesting stuff out there to play that maybe doesn't need a massive no, commitment of time. You know, okay. The Witcher 3 is definitely not one you can cover in one podcast. There's way too much there to enjoy. Yeah. That's for sure. All right, well, let's try that for a for next week. So next Let's week, how it goes. we'll do a stream, yeah. uh, which probably posts something about what time that will be on. Yes. Although, maybe not much I'm watching, so we can try our first one in semi-privacy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give it a go. I think we'll do something like we'll do um, do a bit of streaming at the start, play a bit, and then we'll do an episode. Still like uh, still keeping it so it's an audio podcast that you can enjoy doing whatever it is mm. you like to do while you listen to your podcasts. Yep. Uh, but break it up for us, try new things and give a different format to the show as well. Sounds good. All right, Tony. That's fantastic. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.